Minneapolis acapella choir singing our world world famous song Kumbaya. Yeah. You guys want to sing it? Come on. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord. We need a lead vocalist. Who's in charge of this choir? Okay, okay, that's me. Oh, praise God. Yep. There's like, cue the background music. We are done. Shaba. You guys having a good day? Whatever. <laughs> there was a physical manifest Shekinah cloud in my apartment, and I'm boasting in God. I felt so filled. <laughs> you can see the video on Facebook. I started watching Rebecca's broadcast after reading the Bible 30 minutes out loud. And I'm looking at the screen and it's foggy. And I, I you know, get off my chair squinty and turn to look at the screen. What is that? There's a fog in here. There's a mist, you know? It's like when Gimli goes into the cave to get the army of the dead. He's blowing. <laughs> Blowing the ghosts off of him. <laughs> There's mist in there. There's a physical mist in there. And I look at the light and it's foggy in front of my light. I'm indoors now and it's like, you know, there's a whole fog, a whole cloud inside my apartment. And it's the glory cloud. It's a cloud of Shekinah glory. And it surprised me. So I took a video, put it on Facebook. You guys want the impartation of a physical manifest Shekinah cloud in your houses, in your cars, in your souls, in your lives. Watch it. And then believe the word that manifested it. What's that word? Red Letter Ministries. All you got to do is believe what we say. You'll walk in the same glory every day. It's not hard. What's hard is kicking against the goats, kicking against the pricks, having your own rabbinical system, your teacher system, you having your own master, your own school and academy, and it ain't God. It's you. You got to get into the apostolic and the prophetic leadership of the body of Christ. It's not optional. We're so surrounded by wounded lone rangers full of iniquity. And they come out and they think they got kicked out of the church through persecution or something. But it wasn't actual through growth in the Shekinah of God and the glory of God. It's just rebellion everywhere. You got people that practice rebellion in church. You got people that practice rebellion out of church. And how many of y'all know it's all wrong? Right? Everything under the sun, the Bible says, is wrongdoing. You're not right. God, who dwells above the sun, is our righteousness. That's scripture now. Don't look at me like that. Jesus ascended on high and sent the Spirit so that where I am, you may be also. Where's that, guys? Heaven. We still believe there's something in the earthly dimension that's good. You realize all of your faith in the earthly is demons. All of your belief systems connected to the natural realm that there's something down here in the earth that's going to help you make you godly, make me Christian, make me a good one, make me a glory one, make me a sanctified holy one. All this stuff that we do on earth, James says, is demonic. 
it's not just okay and they're trying. It is demonic activity. It is wickedness. It is sorcery. It is witchcraft. It is iniquity and it is sin. The only thing you can practice in the earthly is sin. Until you learn how to practice in the heavenly. Seated with Christ, where? In the heavenly. When? At birth. I am from above, you are from below. Jesus Christ opened the below realm through the blood of his cross to live in the above realm all the time, 24 7, 365, effortlessly by faith, not by works so that no one can boast. But when you're in that realm, you'll do the angelic works because you're in the above realm. When Jesus came, he did works constantly. Why? Because he was in the above realm, controlled by the Father who is from above. And who is above the most high God of the Melchizedek order? What does that mean? All the above realm abilities are in Jesus Christ. That's what it means for all wisdom to be in Jesus. It's all the action and ability of God in Jesus as long as you're practicing above. Now I'm going to make it super practical for kindergartners. Because everyone's young in Christ on the whole planet right now. No matter how mature you think you are, infancy everywhere. This is a big nursery down here. This is how simple it is. Your inner man is above. If your inner man is in iniquity, which means that you're bewitched and practicing earthly Christianity, guess what happens? Your whole inner man is full of Satan and his angels. Woo! Christians full of Satan and his angels everywhere because their inner man has forfeited the above realm to practice the below realm in the dirt, in the earth, and pretend like there's some kind of holiness in Christianity, some kind of blessedness in the earthly. Total, on, mass, beast, blasphemy. That's what Revelation calls it. When the voice of the flesh and the beast that practices externalism of the earthly. I'm talking about Christianity now. When it's in the earthly realm, all it does is lie constantly. And I still get astonished every single day by iniquity. People have become teachers of the earthly. You know what that means? Teachers of iniquity. What is the mystery of iniquity? I'm so glad you asked. Whew. Take a breath. What is the mystery of iniquity? I'll give you a hint. It ain't the cloud of Shekinah glory. It ain't the cloud of glory. The mystery of iniquity is revealed in that you have a false Jesus who is not the creator and order of the sun and the moon and the stars of the above. The evidence that you are serving Satan pretending to be Jesus Christ, which is all of you, in areas, all of you are deceived in areas where it's still devils, truth and error. And the evidence is that of that is that your Jesus is not the Jesus who created the sun and the moon and the stars and maintains their order maintaining the order of the cosmic realm is the evidence that your Jesus is the real Jesus iniquity has nothing to do with the celestial you notice that are you involved in iniquity of the Antichrist just because you've been around five years doesn't mean you're not you probably are 
is make sure in all of you get it out now get delivered get free by hearing the word and believing that it's available for you and judging yourselves worthy of the heavenly calling to live in the celestial realm through the blood of his cross that parts the way to come out of the earthly into the heavenly revelation 4 1 i heard a voice saying standing at the door saying come up here which means come up into the heavenly because you're down in the earthly getting totally destroyed by devils can we have a testimony of success and victory from the bride of Christ, from Christians. Every day, it's problems, I'm struggling, it's so hard, I'm just so beat up all the time, and all these terrible things happen to me. You know why that is? Because your Jesus is Satan. Because your God is pretending to be the God, but it's no God at all, it's a demon. Truth anyhow. That's what iniquity is. Iniquity is all the fallen angels keeping you earthly inside your heavenly inner man, but you're only locked on the outside living in the realm of dust and dirt in the earthly. Now, if you allow the forgiveness of your iniquity, there will be an awakening in your spirit by the grace of the Lord Jesus to awaken to the above. And it's going to be inside that temple that you're living in right now. But you're going to notice a shift in your spirit, in your temple, in your inner man. This is for kindergartners, that your inner man is from above. But if you're not living out of your inner man, full of the revelation of the real Jesus Christ, who created and ordered the stars. That's not just Enoch for the flat earthers watching today. It's written everywhere from Genesis to Revelation. Come on now. The God who created and named the stars. Romans talks about the glory and the Shekinah of the stars varying in Shekinah in Romans chapter 9. And you just, workers of iniquity, just close up their ears with serpents at the sound of reading Romans 9. There is so much cosmic wisdom in the apostles' epistles, but it is not taught in this charismatic generation of iniquity. Listen, guys, iniquity is the Antichrist. You are coming out of charismatic Antichrist level 9,000 already. Antichrist isn't just a man that comes out of Moscow with a mixture of Islam and, and communism. You know, that probably will happen when some people start to practice righteousness and the consummation of righteousness over the wickedness of the cosmic one-third fallen angels. That will appear. You'll see devil as, as a man instead of this big red dragon in the sky that everyone's afraid of. Have more fear of the red dragon than they do the fear of the Lord, the beginning and the ending of wisdom. We need to have a reverential awe of the Holy Ghost illuminating what Jesus of Nazareth believed. Call Red Letter Ministries. You can call it whatever you want. It's called the Word of God. <laughs> Jesus' belief systems were so Enochian. Now, if you have a problem with the cosmic realm, why was Jesus always referring to his Father above? I am going to my Father. I am ascending on high. You will see angels ascending and descending. His terrestrial Christianity that's practiced today in America was non-existent. Jesus Christ walked in a cosmic heavenly reality from birth. 
wise men following stars to visit Jesus Christ in Bethlehem, the Bible says. Every aspect of the Messiah is celestial. He is the order and creator of the heavens and the heaven of heavens above the heavens of all seven heavens. But if your Jesus is not the keeper of the order of the stars, and that's what Enoch calls it, the order of Melchizedek, the order of righteousness, the order of the stars, if your Jesus is not ordering the sun and the moon to orbit by the control and the dominion of born-again man, you have not served Jesus, you have served devils. How do you know? Because there's always a confrontation with their father every single day in this true apostolic ministry. They can be around RLM three months, participate, holiness, severity. They don't show any legs when they wear shorts. Zero sexuality, zero flirtatiousness, zero interest in any kind of lust. Perfect, charismatic, speaking in tongues, raising of hands. Well, I'm talking about perfect, glory stream Christians, even greater than that. Perfect RL RLMers. That's what they look like. When they come in, I have dealt with this hundreds and hundreds of times, and somebody's going to get illuminated today by the Word of God. Somebody's going to awaken to understand the devil and the Lord Jesus. And it's going to be clear in your minds and the devil's going to leave you and Jesus is going to grow in you tonight. That's why we uncover everything hidden in darkness to be brought into light, everything whispered in secret to be shouted from the tops of your heads. Amen. Which is your rooftop. You need it. Because there's so much mystery of iniquity in this generation. This generation is not yet the generation of righteousness. At this moment, you and your surroundings in your worlds are the generation of iniquity. When you get forgiven all iniquity in your spirit by the blood of his cross, you will awaken to the above round. This is the forgiveness of sins. This is the forgiveness of spiritual sin, which is iniquity. Amen. Woo, we need it. Desperately, there's no way to enter the heavenly except the heavenly in you of the fallen angels be purged in your bellies. Be purged. Be stirred. Let the fiery cold not touch your lips, but touch your spirit. We preach to awaken spirit, Paul says in the Bible. Spirit, spirit, spirit. If you are not living as spirit, holy spirit, righteous spirit, holy angel, righteous angel, innocent angel, all the time, those areas where you are not yet living out of your renewed mind yielded to your spirit are devils and iniquity 100% of your sleeping time. Awake, oh, sleeper. What does it mean? It means that your spirit man has come alive by the gospel. We have a generation that doesn't require the inner man to come alive. We can sleep in our inner man and pretend in our soul and practice iniquity in our spirit, selfishness in our spirit, have our own thoughts, ideas, interpretation of scripture in our spirit. 
That is forbidden blasphemy of the beast. We have a blasphemous beast iniquity Christianity where everyone's a doer of their own thing, interpreting their scriptures however it's convenient to the desires of their soul instead of serving the Father foremost in your spirit as God. This is what every angel and member of the cloud of witnesses does automatically in heaven. Why don't you? Because you're full of the devil. Woo! Because you're full of sin and you're full of iniquity. And when you get it out through circumcision of the heart and purification by the holy word of God from above, not man's word below, not woman's word below, not a teaching from the earthly, that's an abomination, that's sin, that's wickedness, that's sorcery. Teaching from below is witchcraft. We need the teaching from above that is righteousness. The one that confronts the iniquity in your spirit, the one that confronts the sin, in your souls. This is what's going to save you from your sins and iniquities. The word of God from above. It will come down. What's the greatest gift? Salvation. How? By hearing the word of God. It is written. If you've heard a different word from below and believe that word, Satan has entered you and you are prostituting your spirit and soul and mind and body and temple to demon spirits because you've heard and obeyed a lie. Truth in you, if you have a Christianity from below, you are the most filled with the devil people in the entire universe. Christianity of the earthly is the house of all the Satans and all their sins are in that house and all their iniquities and sorceries and witchcrafts are in that earthly abode. Oh, it's your opinion. Note that scripture. The Bible says that the earthly believers in Revelation are the house of every unclean spirit, every foul and detestable bird, every creeping, crawling reptile and beast of the field of all the kingdom of hell is inside earthly Christianity right now, always has been, won't always be because judgment's going to come by the celestial bride, the one that's obeyed the commandment of the shout of the archangel in Revelation 4 to come up here. How do you come up here? How do you become celestial? How do you become heavenly? Empty whatever's in your heart holding you and tethering you to the dirt and the dust of the altars of serpents you've been serving in your deception, which means you have to be a student. You have to be a student of God's Holy Spirit. And if you ever become a teacher, a teacher, and not make Christ your teacher only, Christ is always your teacher when you go from glory to glory. Come on now. In this world, we are Jesus. If anyone teaches, let him teach as Jesus Christ himself. It is written, which means God is the only teacher. If man and woman teach, from just hearing stuff and putting it in their soul, they are creating their own hell and condemnation.
You know that scripture? You create hell around you. Chaos, problems, destructions. You create darkness. Darkness is the creation of man's rebellion against the word of God. There's order in the word. It's the order of righteousness. You know you're in the new covenant. Been telling you this for 20 years. Order of Melchizedek. Who walks in it? Who walks in it? You will as the word cleanses your spirit, which is circumcision of the spirit. As the word cleanses your soul, which is circumcision of the soul. As the word transforms your mind, circumcision of the mind. Don't end there. You need your bones and marrow circumcised as well. And it's not about foreskins. And you know it's not about the old covenant circumcision. The new covenant circumcision is a different circumcision than the old covenant. That's written in Romans chapter 2. And the circumcision group was a group of people only circumcising them outwardly to look good in appearances. To turn them into fallen angels. To turn them into religious demons like they were. Our circumcision is of the Holy Ghost and His flaming sword of the Garden of Eden that works in the spirit and the soul and the mind in the invisible parts and the bones and marrow. It works inside the temple, cleansing it, not once, constantly. The sword is always, ever flashing on the inside. This is a demonstration of someone who's become a temple of the Holy Ghost. Have you? What sword is working in you? Is there even a sword in you? Do you even have a sword? Final Quest series, they put their swords down. Now they're throwing peace signs. People pleasers. Any people pleaser in this world in false Christianity is not on the holy mountain, which is the kingdom of heaven, but is in the sand, which is a worker of iniquity. Truth anyhow, repent all you Christian leaders or you will be destroyed. Destroyed. <laughs> this is the greatest time for those who love the sword, who love the presence, who love the purity, who love the holy commandment, who are God inside minded, who love being the new covenant temple, not built by human hands, built by God's own right hand, the word of God, Jesus Christ, who constructed these bodies out of the dust of the earth. He did. Your father and mother, Adam and Eve, were created out of this planetary system and the DNA of this planetary system and God constructed it and breathed into their souls, into their nostrils. Genesis 2.10, the Ruach HaKadosh and they became a living being. Truth anyhow, your origin is in both the natural and the spiritual. The natural and the spiritual is your origin. And we just, you know, how demon-possessed people are like, Holy spiritual! Nope, that's not what the Bible says. Genesis says your origin was in dust. I believe it was gold dust. The river Pisan where there was gold. You can believe mud. You can believe whatever. You can believe slime. I don't care what you believe. I know that the Bible's true and it says you're created out of God's breath and out of the dust of earth. Out of the elements and the molecules and the atoms of natural creation is what scripture says. So you need them both glorified. And if you don't have an ever increasing glory in the spiritual and the natural, you're accursed. 
You gotta change all your belief systems. There needs to be an ever increasing glory. You need to start seeing the glory in your soul, in your spirit. By the word of God, it's the container of the glory. How do we return to the Shekinah glory that lifted off the earth? By believing the word. That's it. And then when you hear the word and believe the word, faith always requires action. Change of behavior, change of moral mental attitude, change of excellence. You make your bed in the morning. You're not a total slob. You're not a total sloth. You stop sitting. You have no desire for alcohol or marijuana. You don't want to lust. You just want to love. You want to be pure, pure, pure. Why? Because the word is believed upon and the manifestation of faith is always greater glory. And the glory is the reward for believing the written word, the Logos of God, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Logos. Now his presence is the Shekinah, he who dwells in the glory, the King of glory. There's two things working all the time in Jesus. That's right, seven torches and his throne. What is that? Oh, hallelujah. The presence of the king. The Shekinah of the king. The Kavad of the king. The glory of Jesus. Our eyes have beheld his glory. We are testifying of the mountain where we saw his clothing turn brighter than bleach. And the Father spoke out of the bright cloud this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Obey him. That's what the father said. You see that? Angel came out. Obey him. Obey the glory of the word. Now, there can be all kinds of glories and all kinds of stuff going on, and sometimes you'll have fake false stuff, but I tell you what. You get consistent in the fire. You get consistent in the word. You got a cross. You're being crucified. You're in a company of prophets. If you're in a company, a great company of apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors, in the formation of maturity, these are apostleships. God sent, God ordained apostleships. And prophets have to submit and participate in the biblical order of the New Testament which is the government of the fivefold apostleships. You got rogue prophets today. You got prophets that have never submitted to apostles and have just huge million dollar ministries and they're just teaching whatever sells. They're just teaching. They're just giving prophecies using their prophetic gifts, using all the stuff they got from God for their ministries. You know, God will let that go so far. He will. But there comes a point when you butt heads with the apostle that your prophet, your office of prophet is supposed to serve, kings and lords. And if you deny serving the king or the apostle that your office as prophet was created and ordained by God before the foundations of the world to serve, you will always go into the false prophetic because you've disobeyed the order of righteousness of the kingdom of God. This is how you have a world filled with false prophets right now. Anytime they confront an apostle or a true sent king of the kingdom that God the Father hand-selected, predestined before the foundations of the world, and we're pioneering this, the order of Melchizedek, the order of righteousness, and you stop serving and you stop building, 
There are so many people called to serve and build. You notice what they do? Their own thing. Iniquity. Iniquity, iniquity, iniquity. Why don't they stop and serve and build? Why don't they come in, take the lowest chair, like the Bible, like Jesus Christ teaches, and serve the ministry? Back then it was synagogue and rabbi, and those are the terms Jesus Christ uses in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Why do you want the highest seat? Because you're completely and totally filled with Satan's iniquity. So you want all the same things the devil does. You want to kill, steal, and destroy, and take all the things from God and apply them to yourself apart from God's order, which is his kingdom. God's order is his kingdom. When a person is selfish in the things of God, they work iniquity. Now, don't think iniquity is the smallest thing. It's the worst and biggest thing in the entire world. Okay? It is being exactly like the fallen angels and being perfect Christians. That's mostly what you've seen in this generation of iniquity thus far. There's no order of righteousness. There's no order of the authority of the heavenly Sanhedrin. There's no order to the Father's throne. There's no submission to the shout of the archangel. It doesn't matter what happens to them angelically. They start fighting the angels. It's like Balaam everywhere. And the angel of the Lord has stopped Balaam. And it takes angels. They're fighting the angelic order of the kingdom of God constantly everywhere in the USA. It is the most severe time of rebellion amongst Christians. Forget the world. Forget the homosexual agenda. Forget all that other stuff that's just, you can easily see with your own physical eyes, sin. That doesn't take any discernment. Pharisees did that. Jesus Christ said they were the children of fallen angels. What takes discernment is purifying and circumcising your own spirit, soul, and mind to not be a hypocrite and to come into the order of Melchizedek, the order of righteousness, which is the only kingdom of God. This generation has not even close come into the order of God the Father's righteousness. And I tell you the truth, only through severe punishment will they ever. And don't think they're all going to survive. These people are so set in their ways, you bring even minor correction into their iniquity-filled spirits and their sin-filled souls. They manifest at you like rattlesnakes. You've seen it. You've seen it hundreds of times. They can't even have minor correction because they're so full of the devil's pride. If there's any type of correction to all the belief systems of the demons currently in their souls and their minds, they go nuts on you. They just go completely ape on you. And you deal with it every day. Why is that? Iniquity, that's why. Because iniquity is taking the things of God and using it for your own world. Exactly what caused the fallen angels. Satan and his angels stood around God and when they take in as enough and as much as they want from God, they left God to build their own kingdom. Now you look around here and tell me Christianity is not exactly like the fallen angels everywhere. Everywhere. Because it is. And once you have that proper discernment, not out of fear or destruction or panic or worry, just wisdom. 
Once you have that wisdom, the Christians are sinning exactly as the fallen angels, their fathers, everywhere in the whole world right now. Then you can come into a place of forgiveness through the cross of his blood preached into your spirit and get forgiven for a sin most of you ignorant people don't even know you're constantly committing. Truth anyhow. And we're not mad at you. The highest form of respect towards you is being honest with you in Jesus' name. That you would understand iniquity like you understand transgression. The Pharisees catch a woman in the act of adultery, bring her before Jesus. Pharisees can understand transgression. It's external, obvious sin done out in the open. Every Pharisee can judge pornography easily. Every Pharisee can judge external rights and wrongs. Every Pharisee, child of Satan and Christian religion of the fallen angels, false Christian everywhere, can judge transgression. Take zero discernment. Demons do that. Demon level faiths can judge external sin. Zero wisdom, totally dark, totally demons. Trophania. What takes wisdom and the conviction sent forth by the Holy Spirit of God who convicts of sin, righteousness, and judgment is invisible virtues, invisible wickedness, invisible activities done with your eternal person right in your belly and deal with that and illuminate it to change your spirit. That takes the apostolic. And that's what's coming forth now. The apostolic, and you will be an apostolic people with pure, holy, righteous spirits living in the above realm. The realm of the overcomers. Overcomers of what? Greek word cosmos, world nine times, Revelation 2 and 3. Living in the cosmos. Not the cosmos of the one-third. Those are fallen angels. The cosmos of the two-third. Holy angels. We're so nuts around here. We say, oh, we just forfeit all the heavens. We just skip the second heavens and go into the third heavens. You haven't. You're just full of sin and iniquity. You know that? No Christian skips the heavens and goes right into the heaven of heavens. You deal with the heavens 24-7, 365 in every breath in your mouth and nostrils, every beat of your heart. You're a part of this world. You're created out of the dust of this world. Everything in this world affects you constantly. You're just ignorant. God wants to remove the ignorance by the preaching of righteousness like Noah to bring the judgment of those who are totally established in the overcomer's realm. Blessed are they who conquer and overcome the world. Stars or planetary systems. Cosmos, that's what it says now. People are like, oh, just keep me down here in the dirt. You just feel all the fallen angels' sorcery. Wanting you to not touch the heavenlies. Because that's what iniquity is. Iniquity is the sorcery of Satan and his angels that keeps believers in Jesus Christ earthly. And you have never lived in a timeline that had more of that sorcery than right now in 2023. That's why people, you know, you think the numbers would be out of the off the roof around here and preaching, teaching righteousness. No, like the days of Noah, just one family. Not a big family, just a normal-sized family, very small. 
Just one guy preaching righteousness. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Not a lot of pop people interested in the heavenly. Not a lot of people interested in wisdom, righteousness, or the cross. Interested in the Republican Party. Interested in politics. Interested in the natural. Interested in the earthly. Big time. Interested in Bitcoin and interested in their, in their money. Interested in all the earthly, all the fading. With a very little interest in the realm that never fades. A never fading glory. Which means it's not an earthly glory. In order to be, for it to be unfading, it can't be from this dimension. Right? Is the gospel from below or from above? Why is it eternal? Because it's not having its origin in the earth. It's not from this part of this creation. It originated in the heart of the Father before the heavens and the earth were created. And when you hear that word, that gospel, that heavenly celestial word that comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no shadow, the glory of God will spark your spirit unless your spirit's full of iniquity. Then there's no room in that body, in that heart, in your spirit for any seed of the kingdom to grow anything good in you. If you're full of false Christianity, righteousness is your enemy because you're good on the devil's seed. An enemy sows weeds. What is a weed? Something that keeps you in darkness with, without an ever-increasing light. Something that keeps you in the same repetitive sin patterns, the same financial bracket, the same behavioral attitude the same animal class and act you've been in the same little clique of like-minded people you haven't evolved into greater cliques or greater realms you don't know how to act around royalty you don't know how to act around successful people you're still the same goofball you were in high school you haven't transformed at all because you haven't made room for the word of god to grow in your spirit to transform you into something different Hear that word! You have to dash your nations to pieces. All the same crap you believed in, it's got to go. Behold, I make some things new. You can hold on to being male and female and Hebrew and Greek. <coughs> All things new! Which means you need to develop the angelic and become more like Gabriel, Uriel, and Michael than whatever dumb crap you're doing in your human carnal mind. Fighting the Holy Spirit from transforming you. You're clinging to blankies and pacifiers down in the dust of the earth, refusing to change. You are exactly like the Israelites who died in the wilderness. And all of you do that a little. Some of you do that a lot. That's why you've been with me 10 years and you've never changed. You're still in the same economic bracket. You still have the same mannerisms, the same attitudes, the same belief systems. You haven't repented at all. There's no growth because you didn't allow the word to change you. The Bible says the gospel will fall upon stones. You are not soil. You are stones. So the ox will thresh you which is a mercy to make room for the seed to grow in your spirit and change your soul, which is your mind, your will, 
and your attitude, your will, your mind, your emotions, your feelings, every part of your character and personality will change from glory to glory if you let it and don't settle for some kind of external manifestation like, oh, I'm just a German, I'm just a Norwegian, oh, I'm just a Southerner, I'm a Northerner, oh, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Duncan, I'm an Elvin. Animals, devils have your inheritance. You've rejected the gospel. Don't tell me there's success in the charismatic church. You have not yet transformed in the angelic sons of God and the children of the resurrection that rule from the spheres. Heavenly, angelic beings who are 100% fortified in spirit and in truth, seated with Christ and ruling with Christ as thrones in the Father's house. Are you a throne of honor and glory? Yes, you are in Christ. A nation of priests unto my God it is written. What does priest mean? Ministering from the celestial sphere. Sphere, sphere, sphere. No flat earth. It's all angelic spheres. Earth sphere. Every planetary system. Sun, every moon, every star. Spheres, spheres, spheres. And if you're not ruling from spheres, you're clueless, you're lost. This is about wearing cosmic garments. Celestial garments. What's the end result of faith? So glad you asked. Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, they shall rule with the Messiah for a thousand years from the heavenly angelic spheres. Hey, that's Bible now. Amplified classic Revelation 5.10. If you don't want to rule from the cosmos, from the heavenly spheres, inside the temples that you currently have, you can do it in that temple. You don't need to die and go to heaven. You just need to die to all the dumb crap you believe inside that temple that's Satan's words lying to you right now. If you can burn out everything you believe in in your human manifestations, you begin to have angelic manifestations. But if you settle for human teaching, human gospels, false Jesuses, false Holy Spirits, you become enemies of Enoch, enemies of the celestial promised land, enemies of the heavenly angelic sphere, and you war against the stars, which is the very definition of sinners. You got people warring against the stars and insisting on iniquity. Then you got people going into the stars, resisting crosses. So you got total fallen angel rebellion in the cosmic heavenly sphere amongst Christian mystic heretics everywhere because they're up there without the cross apart from the tree of life. So they've gone into the heavens as thieves and robbers. So we get persecuted from those idiots too. And then you got people down here in the earth that war against the stars and just insist on iniquity in the earthly forms. So it's like total wickedness in the heavens and the earth right now. We need a remnant that is wholly set apart in spirit, soul, mind, and flesh to be temples of the seven spirits of God burning. And the seven heavens, they represent in those temples right now. You already got the building of God. Because you got a body. He prepared a body for me. If you use it for the heavenly Father. Notice the Bible calls God only heavenly. You're not going to find any other definition in the New Testament except heavenly, which means what's wrong with you? You have earthly things fathering you. It's the only thing wrong with you. Earthly cultures, earthly addictions, 
earthly chemical imbalances, earthly lust, earthly pride, earthly Christianity, earthly iniquity, earthly sin, earthly transgression, earthly everything, and then we justify it with New Testament stuff on top of our earthliness, which makes us the biggest whores of Babylon of all time. Truth anyhow. So we need it all burnt out of us immediately to enter the heavenly Father. He wants you to come up, but you ain't coming up like that. The Bible says if you don't change your clothes, you get kicked out. Where? Of heaven. You cannot go to heaven, according to the Bible, unless you're wearing the appropriate white garments. What did Jesus Christ say in the book of Revelation? They shall walk with me in pale garments. Oh, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. They're going to walk with me like a dead, dying horse. Like the nine riders of Mordor. With bugs coming out of all of their gates and they call themselves Christians and it's like centipede scorpion spider ministries worldwide internationally no offense spider spider here is with a y not an i i is witchcraft amen true now so we need to get out of all the things that bind us in the natural mostly just you can't get over yourself thinking about yourself your own wants cares and desires you're your biggest idol the first aspect of the sword of the spirit warring against your own sin is making you your own god it's the i of satan of isaiah 14 and it's everywhere christians practice the i of satan and come up here and be like i'm holy i'm righteous i do the stuff i read my bible my daily devotionals i'm nice to my kids i give them great presents at christmas and do you know i always let two cars pass in front of me on the freeway when they're trying to merge two Two car Christians, not just one. Two, oh, wow. And then they pat themselves on the back. I got rewards now. Look at me. I, you know, they look down upon the people that only let one car come in front. Always judging others. You got a plank in your eye, judging the one with the speck in his eye. Judging the Samaritan. I'm a Jew from Jerusalem. I do so much good. I've watched more Joel's bars than all of you combined. I read the Bible as much as I can. I've done everything you've told me to do, Brandon. I've done it all, and I still am just still a demon working iniquity. Yes, you're still a demon working iniquity. Truth anyhow. Why? Because you need to decrease. You're still your own idol. You put all the things of God on you, and you're still in that body. The whole point of the things of God is to crucify you out of that body so that God can dwell in that body, the temple of God, not the temple of you. Since that hasn't happened yet, you're just like the fallen angels because you take all the things of God and use them for self, which is the definition of being a fallen sinner. You're still completely and totally, 1,000% of the time, sinful and sinning in your soul because everything from God is still for you about you. That's what a sinner is. Now, you say, oh, it's extreme. That's what the devils did, guys. That is the whole unraveling of iniquity and the mystery of iniquity. The mystery of unrighteousness. Do you understand that? The mystery of the fallen angels, the mystery of the fall, the mystery of sin, witchcraft, iniquity, sorcery, all of that is taking the stuff from the ancient Holy One of Israel and applying it to us and going out here and like we're godly because we took the stuff for God and we're out here with all of God's stuff on us. That is to be exactly like Satan. 
There is no manifestation more satanic in the truest form of Satanism than being a charismatic, speaking in tongues, worker of iniquity, with all the gifts of the Spirit working in you, and it's all for you and your ministry. You understand? That is quintessential antichrist. That is the most perfect antichrist, and that's what we have in this whole valley of iniquity right now. Truth and yeah, so what are we going to do? Get radically on fire for the word to burn us and start using the things of God for God. First and foremost, I think you got to give him your will. Then you got to give him your feelings and emotions. Then you got to give him your thoughts and cares and wants. Cast your cares because I care for you. It is written. Which means if you are still making plans for your life, God can't do anything with you. If you are still your own protector, your own divider of truth, your own interpreter of scripture, your own manifester of the word, you know, there is manifestations of the word that can have all kinds of stuff that looks like God on it, but it's just the abilities of the soul. The abilities of the soul with iniquity, with the false prophet, can do all the same signs, wonders, and miracles. That's why Jesus Christ said, you're not going to know him by signs and wonders and miracles. No. Jesus Christ taught his apostles that the false prophets, false teachers, false apostles would come. False Christ. And they said, how will we know when the false Christians, false Christ, false Christians come? Jesus didn't say, oh, well, you may want to make sure you check to see if they have angel feathers and gold dust on their hands. No. He said, you're going to know them by the fruit of their spirit, which is the seed production of the word growing in their inner man. If it's iniquity in there, they're going to be prideful. They won't allow any of the disciplinarian stuff of a normal Christian. They're not disciples. They don't love wisdom that kills beasts. They love the wisdom of the world, the false Christianity that allows the beast to live 100% of the time. False brethren everywhere, false sistren everywhere. All these wicked whores of Babylon claiming to be Jesus Christ people, but are the people of Satan and his angels en masse everywhere. They will hate righteousness and its scepter that dashes their spirit, soul, and mind to pieces from the holy mountain. They'll be enemies of the Shekinah. They'll want the Shekinah in their own time. They'll try to get Shekinah through divination. You know, people do that everywhere. They'll try to get the cut their hands like the prophets of Baal to do works, do fast, do prayer, do Bible, do all this stuff, do, 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 voodoo. What is voodoo? Divination to try to get the Shekinah by your own effort. Woo! And people who do tap into momentary Shekinahs and then it lifts off of them. That's why it says you can have a fading glory in the New Testament, but it ain't God. Oh, come on now. You can get into fading glory and get in religion. Fallen angels can bring you light. That's what the stars of Hollywood Boulevard is. They can bring you different stolen waters that are sweet temporarily, but they always end up in death. And as the righteous manifests now from above, all those contracts with fallen angels, all the sorcery and the success of sorcery in the world, and the, sor the success of sorcerers in Christianity will be terminated. They're already dropping dead and they think it must be COVID. 
Half you people deceived out there. Must be Pfizer. Must be Pfizer killing everybody. It ain't Pfizer. It's God. You think hearts failing? What does the Bible say? Their hearts will fail. Why? Out of fear. What is fear? A covenant with the fallen angels. That's why people's hearts will fail. Cardiac arrest all over the place and you want to blame a COVID-19 vaccination? You're an idiot. Hearts will fail for fear because fear is a covenant with demons. Come out of the demons and the terrestrial, come into the celestial, be yoked to Jesus Christ in his holy word, and all that stuff will break off your souls so your hearts don't kill you from your own sins. Truth anyhow. Where there is sin, there is death around the corner, it is written. All sin leads to death. And you're just surprised that it comes early. Of course it's going to come early if you heal the timelines. If you attack wicked Christian iniquity and all the false, false forms down here robbing God of his glory, all the false forms down here in the valley that refuse and reject the celestial and insist upon the terrestrial, of course stuff is going to start happening and it won't even, you can say, well, God's a loving God. God's love is written in the stars. You are fighting the order of God's already created righteousness. So since you're kicking against the pricks, Saul, it ain't easy, is it? Saul almost died, didn't he? Yeah, blindness is one step away from dying. Blind. You leave him out there. If he didn't get help back into Damascus, Paul would have physically died. Truth in you. It's, like, oh, it's bad. No, it's good. Best thing ever happened to get totally whacked by God's righteousness in your current condition of however good you think you are and get into the goodness of the Shekinah glory cloud and let it carry you around like a chariot. Come on now. What do you think Elijah walked in? The glory. And he allowed the glory to carry him and he obeyed the will of the king of glory. We need radical obedience to the king of Shekinah glory. We're going to restore the Shekinah when the Shekinah comes. The Bible says when the Shekinah is made visible in Thessalonians, then all the wicked in the earth will be removed. You, there is a knowledge of the Shekinah, of the celestial that rules over the terrestrial. The above rules over the below. And that the above has been filled with the one-third and the sorcerer and the warlock of, of demon power. So a lot of Christians are paranoid about going up into the high places and taking back what the devil stole from but we love singing the song at church on Sundays we need to actually go there and be the children of the resurrection we need to awaken our hearts and resurrect while in the body from the dead spiritually and morally which means pure perfect spirit pure perfect soul then you'll be awakened to the above realm Without purity, the Bible says, no one sees the Lord. Where is the Lord? Enthroned in heaven. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. It is written, what will you build for me? I've already built a house. It's called your body. Are you ever going to use it to serve me? It is going to sit there and be religious and be a hypocrite, selfish, greedy, immoral, lust-filled. You know, these people have been handled a silver platter of Melchizedek's bread and wine in this generation, yet they insist upon sinning. 
It's shocking to me that prostitutes will go back to prostitution. Dogs will return to their vomit. But Christians will not repent and believe truth higher than themselves. Lead me to the one that is higher than me, it is written. Which means you got to be a student, buddy. You can't ever come to a place, no, I'm a teacher. I've been listening to the apostles and prophets for five years. I'm ready to graduate and go start my own full-time ministry. You'll go to hell. <laughs> you will die. And it'll be gruesome, it'll be ugly. Why ministers fall? Why they perish? The reason? Because they don't serve God. They get into their own ideas. I'm not hearing clearly. You know why you're not hearing clearly? Because your whole spirit is full of Satan. You know why you don't hear clearly and it's hard to understand the word and everything's confused you? Because you're completely filled with darkness and sin of the fallen angels. Humble yourself and he will be the lifter of your head, which means he will bring understanding. You're full of pride. You're full of iniquity. Everyone is. It's the human condition. You're not a special one. You're a sinner just like everyone else. Come to the cross. Be purged and cleansed constantly until the cross is the only thing in you that you see through the blood of Calvary. Then your eyes will really see through the eyes of the Lamb that was slain. Revelation 5, 6. Then you'll understand the ability of the seven spirits of God through your crucified minds, your crucified souls. There will be no more human names written on your forehead. The fact that your last name even means something to you shows me how lost you truly are. If there is any pride in your last name whatsoever, and it's you're not ready for a name change of the spirit of adoption and to truly cry Abba in the celestial realm of the heavenlies, then you are not ready to be a Christian. Count the cost before you go to war because Satan will test you to see if you're real or fake. And if you're fake, you get seven times worse, which is more iniquity than you had before he believed in Jesus Christ. Like half these fools go the way of destruction, not taking it seriously to live constantly in the fear and awe of the Holy Ghost. Fear and awe of the Word of God. Something trivial. Like it's just the same as watching Jeopardy for half these ignorant blasphemers. Reading the Bible is like a game of jeopardy. There has to be a reverence for what is written because Jesus is the Logos of God. If you don't take it seriously and make the word your God, you are godless pagans and your Christianity is iniquity. Through repentance and reverence and obedience to the holy living word from God, we are saved. How does salvation come, people? Reverence to the holy word. They say, oh, the Baptist down south, Father, Son, and Holy Bible. They're more right than you charismatic whores. You charismatic pornography addicted whores who never stop sinning because you have no reverence for the word. I'm telling you now, because there is a lack of reverence for the written logos of God, there is tremendous wickedness in your bodies. When there becomes a reverence for what is written, what did Jesus say? You read the Bible? It is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. We have the Logos written word as an anchor 
for our soul into what? The living water of heaven without a reverence for the word, a fear and trembling of the word of God, you'll go astray. And people say fanaticism, worship of the word. I hope you worship the word. You can worship the word. Bobby Connors says, this is Jesus on paper. It's not just pen on par parchment. This is Jesus on paper. You open that word, worship that word on that paper. The Holy Ghost going to jump in your eyeballs and freak you out, man. Woo! It's coming alive. It's a living word. The word is God. It is written in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and God was the word. It is written, John chapter 1. Come on now. Which means if you don't have a hunger for the Word, you hate God. If you despise your Bible and there's not a reverence for the words on those pages, you are an antichrist and a lover of sin. You love sin and not God. You are not yet convicted. You have no hunger and thirst for righteousness. You go after snakes and stones like the pagans who love demons, like Baal son of Beor, who love the wages of wickedness. They love the feelings of lust. They love the feelings of religion. They love the feelings of paganism and witchcraft. You love witchcraft. You love sorcery. You love idols. You love devils. You are reverent to demons, it is written, and not reverent to the word. What is repentance? It is a reverence to the word of God. Without that reverence, if there's just a familiarity, if there's just a complacency, if there's a callousness, if there's no hunger, no thirst for the scriptures, what God the Father has spoken through his son, Jesus Christ. And there's a lot of word out here. There's a lot of words. I don't think all words. It's a feast. It's the marriage supper of the lamb. It's learning how to eat the word like you're hungry, like a lion of the tribe of Judah. Hungry lions. Just keep feeding them. And the Father not never stop feeding you. Bible says when you pray, pray for what? Food! Give us our daily bread. I tell you the truth, I pray for your appetite. That you'd be starved from your sin. Starved from your iniquities. Starved from your transgressions. Starved from all your earthliness. That you'd be so completely starved that you'd finally become like a lion of the tribe of Judah and eat the strong, solid meat of the word of God. Not once all day long. How do we get the promised land? I tell you the truth by meditating on the word of God day and night before your eyes, which means his name, the word of God written on your foreheads. You don't even know the word. You quote the scripture around here. People don't even know you're quoting Bible. You need to be in the Bible all the time, not religiously, hungrily. And the reason why you're not hungry, because you love devils and you love the wages of serving demons. You like thinking you're better than others because you're a witch, a self-righteous whore of Babylon practicing iniquity with planks in your eyes. You like the superiority of the seed of the Pharisees that makes you better than others by being good on the outside because you're the children of devils and not God. 
get the seed of devils out of you. Burn it out by the holy word of God. And then you'll be the children of God and he won't have to raise up children from rocks. Which means through all this constant threshing of the ox of God through your spirit, souls, and flesh every day because you're not bearing forth the fruit of the Logos of God. What is the fruit of the Logos? Shekinah glory! Shekinah glory is the fruit of the Logos of God. Amen. And when you're in the Word, you're in the glory cloud. Now it's cloud by day, fire by night, constant revival all the time. Union with the Most High God, walking over the high places and the mountains of the earth. No more valleys of iniquity. No more valleys of unbelief. No more valleys whatsoever. Elijah, the Bible says, went from mountaintop to mountaintop, which means if you are true disciples of the Word of God and love His presence more than your own presence and love His presence more than yourself, then you will go up the mountains. You will get out of the valleys. You'll go up financially. You'll go up morally. You'll go up spiritually. You'll go up in purity. You'll go up in holiness. You will go from glory to glory. Every aspect of your life will be more blessed than Jacob. True. You haven't seen it yet. It's about to happen. You're about to see new covenant believers eat the inheritance of Jacob and be more blessed than even Jacob was in his life. He had a great life, guys. He was blessed. More blessed than Joseph. Joseph was blessed. More blessed than David. Ooh, David was blessed. Jesus said, you'd be more blessed than him. John 14, 12. Greater blessings than I have because I'm going to the Father because I'm going to bless you with them. I'm talking about in the terrestrial sphere now. I'm talking about in the earthly realm. Okay? We know he's God in the heavenly celestial sphere, but in the terrestrial, you've never seen it before. You never seen anyone more blessed than Solomon. Solomon was worth 2.2 trillion dollars. Richest man on the earth is only worth a few billion. They're like all poor down here. You're all poor. There isn't a person down here, a billionaire down here, rich. You're just totally deceived and earthly and living as animals under sorcerers. What's about to hit this planet is going to be the ancient of days and all the promises of the ancient one and the head of days and the king of days over all the spheres of the universe, especially this one called earth. And it's going to bless you beyond anything you could ever imagine. The things that I will do in those days, I has not seen. It has never been conjured into the man, a man's mind, a woman's mind, what I'm about to do in your day, declares the Lord. These are the promises of the new covenant and you've never had the promised land of the new covenant. You have never seen it. You might have heard some pioneers in previous generations talk about it, like William Brenham, like all kinds of Charles Spurgeon, Apostle Paul, <laughs> all the prophets of every generation. They talk about it, the real prophets, but you never had it until now. Sonship is the manifestation of the maturity of God fully formed in those bodies through your spirit 
transfigured inside that body you're living in right now that just carves you out like a turkey on Thanksgiving. So you ain't looking at all your junk anymore. You're just looking at his perfection now. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Biggest problem with the workers of iniquity is the demons constantly tempt you to look at yourself. And it's only your fault that you do that. You're a self-worshipper. You're a Satanist. The purest form of Satanism, according to Anton LaVey, is selfishness. You're a Satanist. So you need to stop being Satanist, selfishness, which is Satanism, and you need to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Stop going back and forth. Stop serving Satan one day and then Jesus the next. How? Only the Word. Eating the Word, the prescription of God the Father, Luke 15, when they went into the Father's house, how many of y'all know he prepared a feast for them, which was his Word? They had to eat it. And if they didn't eat it, they're not in the house. The house of God, the kingdom of God, requires eating and believing his Word. How'd they leave the garden? They doubted his Word. Bam! Fell with the fallen angels. They disobeyed his word. They did not believe his word. Did God really say Satan tempting them with doubting the word? And unbelief crept into their hearts? And the Shekinah lifted off of them. Now as faith grows in our hearts and you're perfected in faith, the Shekinah is going to return and you're going to be revealed as the children of light, the children of glory, of the Father of glory, the children of Shekinah. And the Father is the Shekinah. The Father is the glory. And you're going to be fathered by a cloud. You're going to be carried by the Father. Like Jesus in Revelation 14, 14. Who is this? Seated on the cloud, wearing a crown of gold, holding a sharp sickle in his hand. This is the Lord of the harvest, the God of glory. This is a man in the flesh, Jesus of Nazareth, your big brother that is teaching you how to know your Father by believing the Gospel, which is the Word of God. And then allowing the Word to manifest the Shekinah and the glory of the Word. Not in dead letter form, in hatched form, in fruitfulness form. The fruit of the Shekinah is the evidence, constantly, not fading, ever increasingly, that this person is obedient to God, a true saint. Sainthood comes from Shekinahood, which is the word hatched, working in your spirit, and manifesting the presence of his glory out of your spirit. Now, if you're sitting there all demon-possessed and can't stop thinking about yourself and all shame, judge yourself worthy of fruitfulness. God is a great gardener. You might be full of weeds right now. I feel the Joel Olstein anointing coming on. You might be full of weeds right now. God can prune them. The Father is the vine dresser, which means pruning you. He uproots the weeds. Don't be offended by the weeds going. The seed is going in. The good news is going in, so you only have good reports in your days all your life. But if there's bad news by bad reports, by bad seed in you, you can guarantee on your firstborn on the altar to God that God's going to uproot that crap that you're developing in your spirit, soul, and flesh because it's all devils. The devil's a liar, the father of lies. He's fathering you in lies right now unless you uproot them and allow the light of his glory to shine upon your innermost being and uproot all the junk and the foundations of your spiritual belief systems. You want to test this in fire now. 
You want to test your roots. Make sure they're the seven roots of David. The spirit of wisdom and understanding and counsel, might, knowledge, fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord. That the menorah is blazing in the temple. And if it's not, it's because you're full of iniquity. Bring your iniquity to the fire and receive a fresh baptism of the seven spirits of God. Seven spirits of God is for all Christians. Amen. Receive Christianity tonight and become Christians. It's a good thing. A Christian is one who lives as Christ lived, which is completely and totally dependent on the seven spirits of God in his seven interior castles. It was always illuminated. He was born of the Holy Spirit, so he grew up as the physical manifestation of the Shekinah God. Come on, huh? You're also born again, so you grow up as the physical manifestation of the Shekinah God. Why haven't you had the same life as Jesus? Because you don't believe the same word of Jesus. You allowed the devil to come in with his seed and choke you out. That's why. So, repentance is a reverence to the word. All the time. <laughs> Loving the word, knowing that your whole salvation hangs on every word it is written. Heaven and earth pass away, the word of God remains forever. It is written. So, when your spirit man and your soul and your flesh begin to orbit about around the glory of the word, you're restored to the order of righteousness. Uprightness of heart is just having the working of the word fully manifest through your innermost being and flooding your personality completely submitted to God's word all the time. Where there is a argument against it. I don't like that. I just have a different Christianity and I'm, I'm holding on to all these things. Well, I mean, it's devils. It's always devils. <laughs> Demons robbing you, lying to you, and then you liking them and the rewards that they give you. Demons reward you. Satan's a rewarder of those that fight the apostolic nature of Jesus Christ. Those that murder the prophets got rewards. Look at Herod. If we kill Elijah, John the Baptist, I get the young girl. Right? That's the deal. Matthew, Mark. Don't look at me like that. That's what the Bible says. If we kill the prophet, then you get the rewards of lust and sexual morality. Sex with young girls. Now, that's what Herod did in the Bible says an angel struck him and his bowels came out. So that's the end result of lust. There you go, boys. Amen. Well, one amen from a woman in here, but no guys. Get it out. The reason why they fight the prophets 100% of the time, according to scripture, is because they love the wages of their secret lust. It's not minor sin. It is antichrist in you, Herod in you. If you don't get it out, you will surely die. And when terrible things come upon you because of your own secret lust and your uncircumcised, unsanctified, evil, anti-prophet, spirit, souls, and flesh, you shall not be surprised because you have loved the rewards of the flesh and have fought the rewards of the spirit. You have fought the Holy Spirit, it is written. Stop resisting the Holy Spirit Give him your lust today, and you'll be cleansed from all unrighteousness. There's no excuse for repetitive sin patterns. It's a lack of nourishment on God's Word. God's Word has no sin in it. 
The Logos has no sin in it. Every time you open your Bible, you're in a sin-free zone. Come on! Every single time you open the scriptures, you're in a sin-free zone. If you let it change you. I can only read a little bit. Why is your appetite so low? What is your stomach filled with? Food? Are you gluttons? Do I have to point out the sin list of Galatians 5 like the Apostle Paul in this place? What has filled your inner man that there's no hunger for righteousness, therefore there's no indwelling and infilling of the Shekinah God? No carrying in the cloud. No, no angelic personality. When you're practicing the Holy Word and its presence is blazing through your spirit and soul, you will automatically rise from the dead and become like the angels. That's all it takes, guys. What's the path to the Father? Jesus. Who's Jesus? In the beginning was the Word. <laughs> the Word. Reverence the Word. Have the Word before your eyes. Walk in fear and trembling for the Word. Don't count it trivial. People that tune in and it's just like all oh, common preaching. You have calloused hearts. You are so calloused. You need to soften your hearts. You've been so watered down with teaching and preaching that you're not even walking in the awe of the Word anymore. God can't do anything in your life. This is not a hospital for sick people. This is handing out perfect solutions of the Word of God to transform lives. If you don't eat the table of Melchizedek, you will not live. You will die prematurely, cardiac arrest, en masse, brain aneurysms. There's stuff worse than what you've seen right now. You can't even imagine the judgment that our Jahres, the son, the twin of righteousness, is going to bring. And you can blame and kick God, fight the stars, fight judgment, join Bill Gates trying to protect yourself in black cities from the judgment of the sun. <laughs> Solar judgment, the fire of righteousness that's going to come from the sun and the moon and the stars. That is what is prescribed for the days of Noah. It's not a flood of water coming. It's a flood of suns and fire coming. S-U-N-S. And they don't care if you're male or female. They're suns, stars. They don't care if you're Greek. They don't care if you're a Christian or a Jew. They don't care if you're a Muslim. What they're looking for is if the Creator and His order is formed in you by obedience to the Word that created them. Woo! Which means, y'all gonna have to become real Christians. They're looking for the Word that made them so that they never left their orbit in the heavenlies. And of that word that created the sun, and that word that created the moon, and that word that created all planetary systems of this cosmos and universe, that word, who is Jesus Christ, is formed in you. Woo! You're going to prosper. You will so prosper and be blessed during this time. This will be like the Gadites of David. I am so glad I was born in this generation. The Gadites, the most blessed men in all of Israel to become the mighty champions, David's mighty men. Woo! That's what you're called and destined to become. Gadites. You're called and destined to be the champions of the Messiah. 
of the King of Glory, Jesus of Nazareth is his name. And if you heed the call of the heavenlies and you resurrect by reverence to the Holy Word and obedience, when you revere something, you automatically obey it. It's like if you really like something on the internet and you buy it, you know you're going to enjoy it as soon as it arrives in the package. Same with the Word. If you revere and reverence the Word, when it opens and works, you love what you get. More and more Shekinah, more and more severity, more and more holiness, more and more righteousness, greater and greater wisdom, and you begin to live in the holy presence of God like burning mountains of glory. You begin to become holy temples that make Solomon's temple look like a little Lego castle in contrast, like a dumpster in Haiti in contrast. Woo! Because you are the original design of God, of His temple, of all His glories. All of it. All of His Shekinah. All of His Kavad. All of His stars. All of His laws. All of His order. All of His holiness, righteousness. All of His word will begin working in your holy temple when you reveal and revere and worship the Word of God. Amen? <laughs> That's what we need to do. Live in the awe and fear of the Word. Woo! Fear everything else. Now it's time to fear the Word. You can hear the Word. Now fear the Word. The fear of the Word is the beginning of wisdom. And the fear of the Word of God is also the end of the great wisdom of the heavenlies. <laughs> and the more and more it burns in your eyes, the more and more they flash as fire. Because all of creation is under that holy person's dominion. Of these ones, Jesus Christ calls brothers and sisters. Heed the heavenly calling. Obey and revere the word. Get a hunger. Everything that you've filled your bellies with of the earthly and the terrestrial, empty it out of you and be filled with the Word of God. And then you get the daily bread. And the daily bread becomes daily meat. And pretty soon, guess what? You're living in the marriage supper of the Lamb. 24-7, 365. Mature manifesting sons of the heavenly kind. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> if you'd like to give a love offering not reluctantly certainly not under compulsion because God only loves cheerful givers ones who understand what I just talked about tonight and if it's a compulsion, it's a reluctancy, or it's like, a, you, you don't have a heart after God's own heart. We need you to have transformed, circumcised hearts that overflow towards God and all the good things and fruitfulness of your lives. So if it's still a reluctant thing, a withholding thing, 
like an Ananias and Sapphira antichrist thing in you and it's hard to give and it's always worried about money and lack and money 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 listen man the God of this world has your whole spirit your spirit is filled with Satan and not Jesus Christ so lay hands on your belly and say Jesus forgive all my fear my mammon worship my idolatry all of my trust and money instead of the Holy Ghost and deliver me from the devil that I've allowed to fill me through my fears and get all that junk out of you loose your belly loose your soul let the river flow let the blood of Jesus cleanse your spirit come into your spirit let the angels of the ministry of the blood of Jesus sprinkle the blood of the lamb into your belly and forgive you all your iniquity wash your feelings your hearts your minds your idolatry every name written on your forehead all the list of sins recorded in the heavens over your souls let there be a clean slate for you tonight and if that is happening in your life and you feel a washing and a cleansing out of the goodness and the cheerfulness of your heart being washed in the water and the blood of the word of god jesus christ you can give a celebratory offering into the preaching of the gospel that you've heard tonight in Red Letter Ministries. And that's how offerings, tithes, gifts are to flow in to the priesthood of Melchizedek forever. Out of the overflow of being washed, cleansed, healed, raised up, blessed, and all the idols melted down and drunk. And they're all gold, it's all money. Whether it be poverty, it's still an idol. Whether it be lack and want and greed, it's all idols. All of it needs to melt. So the river of his holy word is flowing through you and you're always giving God the increase of your house inside his house through the holy priests, which are the apostles of God. In Jesus' name, amen.
give your best Give unto God and you will be blessed 